What's up, everybody, and welcome to this episode of The Mentors Collective. I have a super special guest for you today. I bet you guys know Tony Robbins. Well, he said that Mike is an extraordinary man. And on this episode, I'm bringing you Mike Koenigs. And this guy's credentials and accomplishments are just so long to list, but just a couple of them so that you know who we're going to be interacting with and learning from on this specific episode because you are not going to want to miss it. Mike is a contributor over at Forbes, entrepreneur. He's a best-selling author. He's an angel investor. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's been in the game a long, long time and has had a lot of success. He's also the host of the podcast Capability Amplifier. And on this episode, he is joining me to talk about a subject that I am very passionate about. And if you're still selling $50 to $100 products or services, tune in for the rest of this episode because we're going to be giving you some gold. Mike Koenigs, welcome to the show and thank you so much for joining me. It's my pleasure. Great to be here. And I'm uh, really impressed and uh, excited. I'm excited to have you. And it's very rare that I get someone with your level of experience to kind of share with my audience, which is primarily new and developing entrepreneurs. And, you know, I still call myself a baby entrepreneur. Yes, I've had some success, but at the same time, it's amazing. Every week, every month, it's like, wow, I, I can't believe I didn't know this before. And I'm just, it's such a process of learning and growing. So thank you for coming and sharing some wisdom. Would love to just kind of open the floor so you can kind of give the audience a little background of what your entrepreneurial journey has been like, because I know that's valuable for everybody to hear. Yeah, just to frame this, uh, born and raised, very small town, Eagle Lake, Minnesota. There were 763 people in it when I was there. I'm the oldest of four kids. My dad grew up very poor on a farm in Iowa, and he was a barber. So we didn't have a lot of anything, and very quickly, I learned a couple things. First of all, it's cold as hell in Minnesota. I've never liked the cold. Um, And because my dad not only was the barber, he was the city building inspector, the city clerk. He also sharpens scissors and he's just an all-around entrepreneurial guy, but he's busy all the time, which meant we were late or last for most everything. And when someone asked me, what do you want to be when you'd grow up? I'd say, well, I want to be warm, first, and rich. I started working full-time when I was 16. I always did little odd jobs and I worked in the town gas station, which was a very coveted job, but I really learned how to handle money, multitask like crazy. So it was a full service station. We did tires. I opened up a game room. So we put video games in there. I convinced the owner to do that. And I did a revenue share with them. Started getting consulting gigs because I taught myself to code when I was young. And I always wanted to write video games. That was my way out. You know, some people want to play electric guitar. I thought I'd learn how to play video games. And eventually that led to, yes, I wrote video games, but also started a digital marketing agency. It was called Digital Cafe. Sold it in 99 to a publicly traded company, which was a big win. And we got a lot of attention because we had developed a video game that shipped in 6 million boxes of breakfast cereal. It was uh, sponsored by America Online. So this is back in the dial-up days. But it also led to participating in the dot-com explosion. And I had sold the business My partner and I produced a feature film that got distributed by Warner Brothers. And then I really got interested in direct response marketing, online marketing, and search engines. And I I was always a bit of a hacker, so I figured out how to hack search engines and manipulate them. Um, And that interest turned into creating information products, producing a a software platform called Traffic Geyser, uh, which did automated search engine marketing and video distribution. So we actually started the company before there was a YouTube. And then if you fast forward a little bit, when mobile phones, uh, you could text, I figured out how to hack the mobile phone networks and uh, we developed a two-way interactive mobile text marketing platform, which became Instant Customer. I ended up selling those companies to another publicly traded company in 2015. Along the way, I had cancer, almost killed me. And then I started uh, You Everywhere Now, which uh, I essentially figured out how to hack Amazon and publish books very, very rapidly. So we helped about 1,800 business owners write books, become bestsellers, build their platforms, create information products. And I was doing all that at the same time. We had a suite of products. Publish and Profit was one. Create and Profit was another. Consult and Profit was another one. And then, let's see, Consult, Publish, Create... And uh, I can't even remember what the third one is right now, but there were four, four core products and then I had a huge studio. And one day I woke up and I was like, done. 
I just couldn't do another Facebook ad or Google ad or sell a low ticket offer and then go to an event and then escalate, escalate. It just stopped being fun. I made up my mind to leave that business. I sold it. I just did one event and then that was it. And another event and that was it. Kind of wound down the team and then now I do advisory. And uh, I've been working with usually high-end entrepreneurs who reach a point in their lives, kind of like I did, where they're burned out or they've been selling lower ticket stuff and they realize they've outgrown who they are, what they do, why they do it, and who they do it for. And they're like, where can I go and get off my hamster wheel? Because they feel like they're dying inside or their marriage has been upside down. It's probably co- their, their business has probably cost them a marriage. My first business cost me a marriage. Their kids don't know who they are. I don't like them. Or they've almost died like I did. You know, it's like life catches up to you eventually when you're abusing your brain, your body, re- your relationships as unintentional as it may be. And, you know, you wake up one day and you're like 50 years old or 40 years old or 60 years old or 75 years old and go, where did it go? And I worked my life away and I forgot to have fun. And you forget how to have fun. You know, that it does. It catches up and gets you. And I just knew I had to stop the game and get off the hamster wheel and love my life again. It's so interesting to hear from somebody who's done everything that you've done. And that list of businesses and ventures that you've built, sold, my eyes were just like wide open. That's a lot of stuff that you've all done at, at the same time. And that the steps that you went through, that's absolutely incredible. I can imagine you'd be burned out by the end of that keeping up that kind of pace and high intensity on your brain. And, you know, I know how it is. I've been doing this for maybe four or five years now, and I feel burnt out. So watching and and seeing that journey over time, because entrepreneurs and high performers, like we need the productivity, we crave it. And when we're away from it, we need to be constantly growing and building things. So that's an interesting kind kind of point in your life that you decided to, and how do you get off that hamster wheel? How do you kind of face that entrepreneurial drive that's inside of you once you you got to be growing and building, constantly growing and building. But I, I can yeah. completely see where you're at. That, that's amazing. Do you want me to answer that question? How do you Please. get off the hamster wheel? Because I Please. can do that. And, and I know it's driving towards one of the things that you wanted to talk about, which is how do you go from low ticket, like hundreds or low thousands of dollars, to being able to sell uh, five-figure, six-figure, seven-figure offerings, change your perspective, your mentality, your ability to calibrate and see things from a completely different perspective and feel differently. Because I'll tell you the the mindset first, and I'm going to tell you the story. Because the mindset is, when we all start out, we are achieving, right? And to achieve, it means I do something to get a good grade or I do something to get paid. And you're usually getting paid by the gig or by the hour or whatever it happens to be. And there is a market value for a task. And then if you're lucky enough to evolve, and some people never evolve past that. If you're, and I, and I mean this with no disrespect, a blue collar laborer shoveling coal has a certain value. That's just what it is. Or yes. a barista at uh, Starbucks, you're going to get your wage and hope that you get something more. But you're trading your time for stability or the illusion of stability. But then, let's say you go to college and you get your certificate and you do a good job, but you go through a knowing phase and now you're rewarded for your knowledge. And if you get to be a white collar or a knowledge worker, you're maybe salaried and you can go up and the only place to go in a knowing space is getting leverage, meaning being a manager. But it's still a knowing profession. And most professions are knowing professions. But the evolution from there is getting paid for being. And that is a massive, massive mental hurdle to be rewarded simply for who you are, not what you're doing, not what you're knowing. And it's more than an exchange of wisdom. When people will pay to be around you because they feel differently, they're experiencing not a transaction, but a transformation. And that can come in a a lot of different uh, phases. But you look at, you mentioned Tony Robbins. I had a good, good fortune of working with him and plenty of other celebrities along the way. You know, celebrities produce content, but they're in the transformation business and they've got seemingly magical powers or a performer. It's sort of like, what would you pay to spend a day with Mick Jagger 
or Paul McCartney or whoever you worship on the uh, uh, who you know might only be around for a certain period of time so you can tell a story but have that experience like I was just talking to a guy yesterday uh, at a team a film team here at my place shooting a documentary and one of the guys told me the story about how he did a project with Bill Murray and uh, when they were done Bill said what do you guys want to do so they ended up hopping in his car and driving around and hanging out. And it's like, yeah, I'm hanging out with Bill Murray. That's awesome. Um, but Bill Murray gets paid for being. Now, yes, he still gets paid for doing as an actor, but he's got a different value. So anyway, that's the, the mindset part. I'm going to stop there, ask you, see if you have any questions, and then I'll dive into here's the scenario that got me off the hamster wheel and into the world that I am right now. Yeah, so I, I love everything you just said the knowledge worker, and then getting paid for being. My big question, and I'm assuming everyone's big question, is how do you transform? How do you go from A to B? How do you go from an entrepreneur or a knowledge worker to being somebody that people want to pay to be around you just for being you? What does that process look like? I'm going to give you the long-winded, and then I'm going to give you the short, the shortcut because you can't appreciate the shortcut without having to go through a little bit of the process. So here's what happened for me. I was, again, I went through my own doing phase like anyone would. Let me give you the scenario where I was totally just fried and cooked because I think that's better. So here I was. I told you the whole story. I got to the you everywhere now phase. And here's where I was. My whole business was sell a $2,000 information product. Then it was a $5,000 live event. And then at that, I'd make a offer available for my mastermind. And there was like maybe a $15,000 something in between. And on one hand, I loved the business because I loved working with people. I loved the transformation. But I did reach a point where I was answering the same damn questions. It's like, what niche should I pick? Basic stuff. <laughs> and it's like, ugh, I just couldn't do it again. That's where I, again, I, I describe it as I had outgrown who I was, what I did, why I did it, who I did it for. Not that I didn't love them. It was just like, I just can't do it. It's just been too long. And unfortunately, in a business like that, for one thing, here's problem number one. It happened on multiple occasions. What happens if your Facebook ads quit working or some whatever happens or your team leaves for whatever reason? It happens. You always have a cycle, a talent cycle, and your funnels quit working or, or, or. There's so many ors because there's complexity to build that. It doesn't matter what kind of lies you've been told and sold. That is a BS business, in my opinion. It's unpredictable. It's had heck too many moving parts. So I woke up one day to find out that someone wasn't watching the farm, and I'm $150,000 underwater because a set of ads weren't turned off. No one was watching. We had some broken funnels and broke da 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 da. It's just like stuff was broken. No sales coming in. I'm like, all right, that sucks. But then. Our funnels just quit working. You know, you reach an end zone where your ads aren't performing, the funnels aren't working, Facebook doesn't score them. That's the next hit. The next hit was had a cycle with uh, my ad management company, blah, blah, blah. And that's when I really was like, I got to get out of here, but I'm burning cash like crazy, you know, burning 250000 bucks a month and maybe making like a 100 or so, something like that. It was like off and it was over a period of several months. And the way you pick those up is it's like you got a live event, you do a great performance, you've got a million dollar event or whatever it is and boom, things are popping back and happy again. Well, here's the bad side of the business. You're usually putting your name on a contract for four events with hotels. If you had to buy out of the contract, probably cost you 150 grand each if you're if you're at a decent place. So if I had to shut down, like if just end, I got to write out a check for 600 grand plus overhead plus ads plus plus plus. It's 750 grand to a million and a half dollars to shut down this business I don't like anymore. Well, that stinks. And then I've got downtimes. It's like everything broke all at once. And I also had the natural, one of my uh, best friends, and, and for all practical purposes, a good partner, wanted to leave and go do his own thing, which is fine, but it leaves a hole. And I don't really want to do and make up the gap myself. I had a big reckoning, and by then I'm experiencing anxiety. Something's off with me chemically, too. And like I'm waking up in the middle of the night. I'm like, I can't sleep. I just feel off and I lost my courage. It's like something's off. And it turned out that I had a uh, hormonal imbalance on top of all this stuff. So I like just everything's falling apart. I got some help. I asked a lot of questions and 
I decided to do one more event to fulfill my contractual obligations, but I publicly said this is the last time I'm ever going to do each of the events. So again, it's uh, publish and profit, create and profit, speak and profit, that's the one I forgot, and consult and profit. Each one had an associated event with it. And um, so I'd sell it. And what we did is we did one big event to sell into all these things. And I did something I didn't have the courage to do before, but it was witnessed. And so this is one of the big clues. Number one was I used to have my events and, you know, I'd make my big offers. And I can remember talking to some people and invariably in every audience, there's going to be someone there who might be worth a hundred million dollars or there's occasionally a billionaire in the room and you know a little bit of research I always research who's in my room found out as much as I could about them and I you know small talk everyone but you know you'd bump into the billionaire you'd bump into the person who just had a hundred million dollar or two hundred million dollar exit and some of those people would walk up to me and be like hey I'd really like to work with you. What would it take to work with you? And I'd say, well, you can do this product or this product or this product, or you can join my mastermind. They're like, no, I want to work with you. I'm embarrassed to say I'm too busy working in my business. I don't have any time for a year, not really. And taking on a one-on-one client would be a huge distraction and there's no leverage in it, right? And my overhead's so high, it just doesn't, couldn't make sense. And I always did stuff that would scale, be leverageable, and sell someday. I wanted to sell the business, build it and sell it, build it and sell it, that was my formula. But it pained me because it's like, this is a person I know I could learn from. They'd elevate me. I'd have a different ecosystem, a totally different mindset, just thinking about their problems. And they obviously saw value in me. So. I had to let a couple of those things go. And finally, what I did is I made an offer. And from my audience, I put together a coaching program that instead of lasting a year, it was six months. And I priced it double what I had ever charged before. The minimum was 50 grand all the way up to $125,000. And it included like the $125,000 would be two one-day meetings with me and then a monthly coaching and then a, a group call. And then the next level would include one day. I mean, I really priced it high. And the way I framed the offer, and this is one of the smartest things I've ever done. I said, you know, most of the time people make a coaching offer so you can work with them and, you know, I want to help you. And my big promise was I'd help you build a brand and do what I'm doing. Total reinvention, package you at your highest level possible, craft a premium offer, the sales, the scripting, and I'll help you be a bestseller, get you visible in a major media or publication, and a bunch of other stuff. And it's a great package. They're going to say it's going to take a year to do it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it in six months with you. Now, what I really was doing is giving myself an opportunity to, to accelerate the individual. But I was doubling my income within half the time. And I timed the end of that six months in such a way that it was precisely when I wound down the entire business. And towards the very end, the best part of it is I found someone who bought the business and all the products on top of it, which was unexpected. And I, I charged a huge annual fee as an advisor for the business during the transition. So. Now that I've told, told you the painful process of what led up to it, I'm going to tell you how I'd shortcut it and basically how that evolved into what I'm doing now. But first, any questions about the ride? Super helpful. And I guess this is, well, you know, the advice you're about to give is what you give to your clients so that you, you charge in these six-month, fifty dollars to $100,000 coaching courses. So I am just very excited to hear you know, what what that fast track looks like. And you've had a ton of success leading up to this. I'm sure that your knowledge level and span of knowledge was, you know, valuable enough where you were able to organize these masterminds, get on stage and get billionaires in the room. So that was, you know, the hard long path that you probably had to take and most people probably have to take. But there's always, you know, ways to to circumvent and frame yourself. And the value that we give ourselves is the value that people are going to pay us. And that's something that I've started to learn, you know, only over the past year or two. So thank you for sharing that. And, and let's get into the, into the short, short and sweet version. All right. 
So I think the first mindset, because all these are really about a mindset and it's valuing yourself more. So I'm going to give you some mindsets that get you to the destination. And that is first and foremost, what people want to buy isn't, and they don't want a transaction. They don't want to buy a thing. So a big mistake that people make is let's say they're a coach, a business coach. They'll be like, first of all, I take issue with that word. To me, a coach is sort of like getting a trainer. A trainer's worth 20 bucks an hour, 25 bucks an hour, 100 bucks if they're great. A coach, hey coach, what should I do? Okay, you show up, you get a coach, okay? What's that worth? Maybe 250 bucks. It's an hourly job for the most part. And when someone buys a coaching package, they'll be like, okay, you're gonna get six months and you're gonna get four calls a month and then you're gonna get um, my information da 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 and stack, 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 stack. And be like, you didn't even really listen to what I want, okay? Which comes down to one thing I learned in my podcast partner, Dan Sullivan, that I do Capability Amplifier with, he has something called the Dan Sullivan question or the R-Factor question. And it's framed like this. And it would go, hey, Jay, you know, I know one of your goals is to go through the entrepreneurial experience. You're a young guy and you're in the business probably, if I made a guess for freedom, you want, uh, you like being, being able to be a digital nomad. So you want freedom. And that's time freedom, money freedom, relationship freedom, freedom of purpose. But if you and I, we're meeting here one year from today. What needs to happen in your life personally and professionally, or let's even extend it out three years from today. You and I were gonna meet in your one of your favorite places. Let's say it was in Tulum, Mexico, because you told me that you had just come from Tulum a little while ago. I'm gonna buy a room at the best hotel in Tulum. You and I are going to have a great freaking dinner. We're going to drink whatever we're going to drink and we're celebrating your transformation. What needs to happen personally and professionally? If we were sitting down three years from today, describe that to me. What needs to happen in order for me to get you? For you to feel happy with your progress, mm -hmm. with your own transformation, what would that look like? Describe your life to me personally and professionally. Where do you want to be? What do you want to make? Where do you want to live? What kind of outcomes and results do you want for your life? Love this. The, usually the, the five to 10 year question, but bring it down to one. Where do I want to be? Would love to sell my business for eight figures to nine figures. I would love to make investments in passive income streams, such as real estate and stocks that pay dividends. Would love to, like you said, freedom is my ultimate goal. I want to find an entrepreneurial woman She's out there somewhere to travel the world with. Continue to give back to other entrepreneurs and help them build their businesses and organize these masterminds in Tulum at the, the biggest hotels and best, best houses. So what would need to happen is probably an eight to nine figure exit, which I'm working on. It, it's in the works. Love it. So some of the things that I heard are the eight figure exit, the woman passive income, investing, being able to continue to organize masterminds with high-level people. I'm, I would imagine that you also want to elevate and escalate with the people in the room. In other words, the ecosystem that you're in is going to continue to grow as well and be more expansive. Fair yes, enough? absolutely. Absolutely. Great. So here's what I will tell you. The core of everything that I do right now revolves around asking a series of questions. And the truth is, once you've talked to enough people, you notice there's, there's a pattern. The freedom pattern is number one, especially amongst entrepreneurs. And everything you described, it's money freedom. You had two levels of money freedom. One of them was passive. One of them was the active one, which is the big exit. Um, the relationship freedom, which is the right fit woman. And that's values compatible, by the way huge, huge item here, and also freedom of relationship, high level. So it's time, money, relationship, purpose. Okay? Yes. And, and so inside of that, the way I would enroll you in that, and notice I didn't say sell or pitch. I think those are dirty words, and they're overused, and they're yucky. No one wants to be sold or pitched, but the idea of being enrolled in an experience 
that would involve that transformation can be done any number of ways. It can obviously be done with a sales letter, it can be done with a video, it can be done with a whatever. But the way you bring someone towards a 50 or a 100 or a $500,000 sale or a million dollar sale is first of all, you got to be sure you can deliver on the promise. But the truth of the matter is, that's not as complicated or difficult as you think it is when you learn to get out of your own way, which is the first stage of true freedom for an entrepreneur is to know that they are not the be-all, end-all. And so much of our time, what made us strong was our investment in ourselves and our education and the grind and the drive and the Gary V BS completely completely do not resonate with a huge percentage of his messaging because it's like I don't think you have to grind to get there in fact I know you don't you got to grind to get past your doing knowing phase of life and to be in a being phase and by the way just for the record I am not shite talking Gary I think he's a genius and smart it's just his his message doesn't resonate with me and I would hate his life Okay, and I'll bet you a million dollars his wife doesn't like him. I can't imagine they spend much time together. And right, <laughs> it's he's always like, on his phone. It's like to be around guys like that who are staring yeah. at their phone and everything's a performance and everything's a Instagram. I would hate them and hate their life, and, I, and their spouse wouldn't like it either. Yeah, and I'd be like, then what the hell's the point of all this other than your own deep dark trauma insecurity that you're running away from and you've got to get rid of whatever that rotten hole is first and it doesn't come from more 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 and have 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 and get 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 and achieve 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 and jumping up and down and shouting bs in the air it doesn't that is a dark dark place that doesn't go anywhere happy in my opinion and i don't need to be right don't need anyone to tell me I'm wrong. Don't care, all right? But having said that, what is important is you got to put in your time and have delivered some form of transformation in your life and have case studies of transformation in order to be suitable for being in a being space. Okay, that's my bias, and there are ways to hack that. There are genuine ways. We could shortcut it. Like one guy who did a great job of shortcutting it, and again, he's a friend of mine. I admire him uh, immensely, is Ty Lopez. Ty is one of the smartest positioning packaging guys ever, and he built an unbelievable celebrity brand, very unusual, very unique. You know, no one's really done it like him since, but he did it with ads and selling in and, and who knows if someone could do it quite like that ever again i don't think anyone ever has brendan burchard's another one who I've, yeah. I've known him for a long long time he built a hell of a platform russell brunson hell of a platform we could go on in that this is in the online space but getting back to how you can do it the key is by listening and really studying a narrow audience and understanding just by asking questions and you can get there not that in not that long like if you and i talked and i spent 40 minutes with you and really asked you the right questions which again starts with the dan sullivan question and then i'd ask you again i'm going to use a dan sullivan uh, mechanism which there are many but i'd ask you a swat or what's known as dos what dangers stand in your way for achieving and having what you want in other words why don't you have it yet what kind of opportunities do you wish you could take advantage of that you can't because of pain 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 fear 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 lack of lack of lack of and then what are your superpowers what are your strengths what are your unique abilities and really get into those everything revolves around that and then being able to sell you into your dream getting into a high ticket sale the secret to it and again, I don't care if it's software, a product, a service, a coaching, a mastermind, or whatever it is, comes down to composing a hero's journey that's based on Donald Miller um, has, has modeled that in his own work. Here's the basic idea. I compose a movie starring you as the hero with me as your guide. Every single product, every single service, you can do that. So what I do is I deliver the transformation. So the framework would simply be, hey, Jay, I want you to imagine for a moment that if I would take you under my wing as um, one of my students, really as a partner inside of this, because that's the way I think about it, and I have a rule. I only work with people I care about 
and I want to care about their business as well. But if I taught you everything I know about how to position your business for a big exit, I had an, I had an eight-figure exit myself. I know what that's like and a couple seven-figure exits along the way. And I show you how to elevate yourself and do it without costing you a relationship or health along the way. Now, the good news is you don't have the woman of your dreams yet. The bad news is you don't have the woman of your dreams, but you can be prepared for that, for the mindset. And, and if you want children someday, how to make sure that you're prepared mentally for that, because it's a huge part of this. So it's building that platform, saving yourself 10 or 20 years of time. So I'm 54 years old right now. I can probably give you um, at least five to ten years off of your uh, learning curve and you got to ask yourself you know what is the value of time because that's really what freedom's all about but anyway I teach you everything I know I make introductions to a huge database it's the connections that'll make a big difference and put you inside my ecosystems further saving you that time now, it turns out I've personally coached and advised one of the smartest lifestyle investors in the world and the guy who we've coined that name with who knows passive income and investing but the connections you need the shortcuts and also an elevated package and an introduction to an M&A guy who's done over 400 deals so it's the connections the know-how, the wisdom pumped into your head. And over a period of a year, I'll help get you there. So the whole point is, now I did that shoddily. I whipped it up. I made it up on the fly. But the whole idea is I paint the picture of what life would be like. And then I can describe step by step. So you want to hear more about what this would look like? Bottom line is that conversation can be translated into a sales pitch. Now, none of this is new. But what's important about it is how it's framed and how it's composed and using your own words. And again, that can be done in any business or any environment. The secret, though, is you're selling the experience and the transformation, never the how. Yes. You're not, not, you're not selling stuff. You're not selling stacks. That's not the pathway to uh, salvation. So I, I, a lot of what you said just resonated with me. And... The fact that you've had these eight-figure exits, these seven-figure exits kind of puts you in a unique position because you, I, I believe that you can actually deliver on those promises that you just walked me through. If I was to approach a group of entrepreneurs and say, enroll with me for $50,000 and you'll get all the connections and the, the information to have an eight-figure exit, they'd probably laugh in my face at this point. Do you think your ability to do that and to pitch that, obviously it has something to do with all of the, the knowledge and connections that you've built over the years. I guess the point, the, the question, the golden question is at what point, at what knowledge level, at what point of success are people willing to pay for your presence, for everything that you've built and, and learned? Yeah, that is, that is the magic question, right? <laughs> so here's what I can tell you with, with absolute certainty. And that is, it can be actually really, really fast. There is a concept that Peter Diamandis came up with, and, it, and if you're familiar with Peter, from uh, XPRIZE and also Abundance360, he's a really brilliant guy. He called it super credibility. And you can build super credibility. You can buy it, for one thing. You can borrow it. And the process of doing that is by, you know, like, you know, the fastest shortcut is join a mastermind that's already got people in it who've got super credibility associate with them and offer them a partnership and that's just a matter of a little bit of trial and error and knowing what kind of transformational story they need to hear in order to say yes to you okay so you can buy or borrow super credibility and it could be done in three months. It literally can. You know, one of the ways that I create super credibility for my clients. So I'm going to describe one part of what I do right now because that's basically what I've been doing for the past few years. And that came from me going through the process, learning how to media train, being on TV, making a feature film, doing tons of podcasts and media and stuff. But now that I know what I know, I know if I would have been able to ask great questions and got one good mentor, I could have shortened 10 years into three months, certainly six months, okay? So that really is the first thing. You can shorten anything with the right coach or advisor. But what I do with people is I do something called Vision Day. And my big promise is I will sit down with you. I'll help you identify a massively profitable audience, craft, so I call it market model message medium. So the market is the who, 
and it's who do you want to be a hero to. The model is what's your business model? How are you going to get paid? Now it can be it could be a software platform. It could be anything. I happen to like very high level uh, fulfillment and deliverable, either with a person or with partnerships or collaboration because it doesn't require overhead or complexity to, to fulfill on. And you can build relationships with companies that have complexity and get equity, right? That's getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. But I like high fee-based. Uh, the third is the message. What's the movie you have to compose for them to raise their hand and say, yes, I want what you have, I want you, and I want in, okay? And the fourth is what's the media or medium? In other words, how what channel do they need to hear it in in order to gain access to that? And there's a whole system behind it. But here's what I do. We design it, ask a lot of questions. Now, this is the part that I need up front, which is working with someone brand new, fresh, with no experience, no credibility. I just don't take that on anymore because it just breaks my brain. And you got to spend your time in the mines for a few years honing your craft. There just isn't a real shortcut. And if there is... The, the chances of success, it's sort of like you're going to be a, a Ty Lopez, right? And Ty was no slouch. It wasn't like he was a nobody when he got into this, but he just popped out of nowhere, seemingly. Anyway, then what I do is we compose an offer, craft a story, and then perform it as a show or an, uh, an interview that I end up publishing inside of Entrepreneur Magazine or Forbes Magazine. So basically, I'm lending my credibility and then putting it inside of Entrepreneur Magazine. So here's a real life example. Met a guy, his name's Justin Donald. We're on a trip, uh, entrepreneur trip in Fiji. Just this breathtaking experience. And it turns out this guy is a passive income investor. And I'm like, how do you do what you do? Tell me about your investments, blah, 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 blah. We built rapport. And finally, I'm like, this is so interesting. Do you speak? Nope, but I'd love to. Do you, uh, have you ever written a book? No, but I'd like to. Do you have any kind of a coaching offer? No, but I'd like to. You know, this is my deal. I don't have a job, but I'm, you know, he's a multimillionaire. Well, I ended up talking to him and I said, look, I want to help you build a platform. I'll help you create a killer offer. I'll, I'll get you published, write a book. I'll get you featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, and I'll build out your mastermind. And he's like, okay, I'm in. So we agreed on the price. And over, pa over the past year, and I can say this, he won't mind, we wrote his book. It just got done like last week. Made an offer. I introduced him to his first client, $250,000 to work with him as basically is financial, uh, not an advisor, but a money coach, okay? He's going to teach his systems, make introductions and connections um, legally, because in the money world, things get complicated very quickly. Excellent. And then we also crafted the mastermind, but I gave him his first client, his first quarter million dollar client was a referral, and then he got the, an, another one from an investing group he's in. But he needed the words to say. He needed a structure and a framework. Then he made the mastermind offer. Just went out to people he knew, created some connections, did a couple webinars, which we designed and crafted, and boom, filled it up already. So he's just just around a million dollars in revenue in about eight or nine months at this point. But here's the the great thing: when we published him in Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur Magazine, I called him. I said, Justin Donald is the Warren Buffett of lifestyle investing. We trademarked and registered lifestyle investor and in lifestyle investing. That's the title of his book. Now he owns that, and he got a ton of SEO right away. The point of all this is it stacks super credibility, but we got all the core stuff done in 48 hours. And that's you know basically what I do is I make something happen in 48 hours. It usually takes people never or a year or two. And then over a course of a year, we can build out the platform and actually make the money come in. So now I don't expect that anyone can replicate that. That's my own category of one. But I can tell you that Everyone has a secret special something. They've got a superpower that can be amplified and categorized and a story crafted around it. And you don't sell based upon stats and numbers. You sell based upon transformational stories. And it can come from your own. So I way long-winded that, I know. But now if you want to get into you know, slicing and dicing, I can give you the rest of the details. No, that was a, a great kind of overview of the recipe that you kind of have to go through in order to position yourself in, in that way. It's that the, the super credibility is who you associate with, where you're featured, and then the offer. I mean, you, I'm sure you packaged him in a certain way 
that made that $250,000 offer that he was selling make sense. And I don't pretend to know how to do that, but I do believe that you can replicate it in your own way. But it seems like in order to do this, you do have to spend some time in the trenches, learning, building, and becoming ready to be packaged in this super thought leader space where people want to spend their time to be around you, which, which makes sense. I mean, I'll say what is more important is changing the way you value yourself. So the core, if there was like one key thing, and maybe with the secondary, and I do a little, a little woo-woo exercise with everyone I'm working with. I have them do this grounding exercise, and I have a place on the beach in La Jolla, California. So it's right on the Pacific Ocean. We look outside, we're standing on the balcony, smelling the ocean air, looking at the ocean. I'm like, that is infinite abundance you're looking at. It is representative of the universe. And I happen to believe that our creator, your creator, wants you to have as much as you're capable of receiving. And the question to ask yourself is, are you willing to receive all that the universe has to offer you without friction? And are you capable of letting go your old traumas, your old stories, your unworthiness that keeps you fearful and saying no and stopping when something's coming your way because you don't, you don't feel like you're ready yet, okay? That is an old habit, and it's caused by decades of trauma. And that trauma was necessary to give you the power, to give you the ego that you've had to get you to where you are, to give you your doing capability and your knowing capability, but you reach a point in your life when it just prevents you from moving forward. It is an upper limits problem. That's what Gay Hendricks calls it in the the Big Leap book. And so that requires a mindset and new thinking to release. And really, if you get down to what the secret is, what I do with people in 48 hours, I get I give them permission to relinquish an old identity and adopt a new one. So when I do the interview with them, it's based upon a new offer, a new identity, and a new story Interesting. that they get to step into. That really is the secret. And I've never told anyone this before. This is like a brand new, because I, d- I didn't know how to fully articulate it. But that really is what this game is all about. And I've got a guy who just is literally arriving right now. He's at the beach, he and his wife, and we're going to be doing Vision Day together for the next two days. And he's remarkable, but he's been stuck for years. And he's in a extremely lucrative space and he's done remarkable stuff but he's so stuck in his old framing in his own story that I have to give him a new one and that's really what we're going to do is just design that and design an offer he'd truly love and my wife who's been trained by Mary Morrissey I don't know if you know who she is she's a really remarkable thought leader the question she asks all the time is what would you love what would you love? And then Gay Hendricks has this great exercise as a mental exercise, which is, why don't you wonder into what you would love and go, hmm, hmm, I wonder what that would look like. I wonder what that would feel like. And you can be where you want to be and feel that way and experience it. And I believe that when you compose a new story, um, you can be there and you step into it without that old baggage. Now, therapy helps, but there is a shortcut. There really is. That's so powerful. And I feel like that's one of the benefits of having an advisor or a mentor who's done it and has a higher upper limit, as you uh, just, just referenced. By being around people with those higher upper limits, without those you know, limiting beliefs, and that's encouraging you to step out of your own limiting beliefs, that sounds like a ma- massive shortcut to me and a massive value. As That's amazing. Yeah, you can't see your own stuff. I mean, I can't see my own stuff. Doing what I do, everything's longer. I have a lot of mentors. I've got Dan Sullivan. I'm, I'm in Strategic Coach. I'm in Genius Network with Joe Polish. I'm in Abundance 360 with Peter Diamandis. And then I'm in a, a San Diego mastermind with a bunch of old OG 
gods in the, from the marketing space who kick my ass. I give them permission to. That's and a I'm great married, thing. I've been married for 20 years, and I give my my wife full permission to kick my ass. And she gave me a good scolding this weekend. I did something really stupid, completely oblivious that I was blind to. And like, you're never there, but. Um, you know, these are layers. These are this is a, a karmic experience, or, or whatever it is. We we have to suffer in order to get to a place of simplicity and joy, and pure pure love. And that's really the way entrepreneurship doesn't have to be a hard grind. That is an illusion. Not forever, anyways. And it gives me some inspiration seeing you know what you do and the groups and the masterminds that you're in and how you're giving back. Hope that for myself one day and for everybody listening. And as you know, as you've heard, anyone can do it. As this is the Mentors Collective, I usually like to end with a final question. And this is going to be an interesting one for you because you've met a lot of these top mentors in the whole world. But as a thought leader yourself, as somebody who teaches and gives back, who is somebody that you really look up to in the entrepreneurial space? What is one person and one book that you absolutely vouch for and you think everybody should follow and everybody should read? Wow. Um... I love the suspense for everybody yeah. listening. This is awesome. No, I love the the wheels turning because you've been exposed to all of it over so much time and so much wisdom there. I'm going to shamelessly promote Gay Hendricks' book, The Upper Limits. He's like Dan Kenneth, or Dan Sullivan, rather, like a brother, best friend, father, grandfather, mentor, all rolled in one. Dan Sullivan's the same way. So he did this book, The Upper Limits, or The Big Leap, and it's all about dealing with your upper limits challenges. So this it's the most relevant book for the conversation we had. Mm -hmm. And um, I've got a bajillion other ones that pop into my head, but that one was really, really, um, it's really good. And then, of course, we do our podcast by the same name, Big Leap. Um, yep. And Big Leap. Gay is an incredibly wise guy, 76 years old. So is Dan. I love hanging out with old, wise men and women. Like, I'm just lit up and to learn how to ask different questions and rele release. So he, he's taught me so much. So that's one really great book. The other one that's easy to access and pick up is Get Dan Sullivan's The Dan Sullivan Question. It, um, it really reframes how you think and your life is changed by the questions you asked and ask and learning how to listen without projecting your own biases on what you think you hear. And boy, does that take a long time. I'm, I'm not saying I'm great at it. I'm better at it than I used to be. But those are two great books. And then what was the other uh, add-on question? It was the one mentor or one guru that you think everybody should follow and consume. And I'm assuming it's not Gary Vee. <laughs> okay. No. And I'm not saying I don't love Gary Vee. I think it should be either Bill Burr or Dave Chappelle. Um, <laughs> no, I love those guys. I love... Uh, me too. I They're hilarious. Okay. I happen to think... I'm going to go off on a tiny tangent, but I will tell you that... Um, Comedy is one of the last true expressions of humanity that still hasn't been completely decimated and destroyed by the moronic ideology that uh, our world is suffering from right now. Our lack of respect for science and intelligence and being articulate and brand representative and if you think i'm hammering on a particular administration whether it's the uk or the united states or brazil or russia i am i will say right now if i had to pick like one thing i'd say join strategic coach with dan sullivan that organization is filled with just remarkable tools and wisdom that help you get to your four freedoms and i would um and seriously reach out to me for an introduction to a team member i'll give you my email address or whatever you want i'll make an intro and pass you along to someone who'll take great care of you i just can't recommend that organization enough i just came back a couple hours ago from a, a one of our, our meetings we meet quarterly and dan asked one question gave me one form and i filled it out and i figured out my entire intellectual property strategy for probably the next two years and an outline for my uh, I'm, I'm designing a million dollar offer right now and um, it hadn't felt right but it felt right after today 
And um, so I'm going from, you know, a quarter to a half a million dollars to a million dollars, all from one great question. And this will give you some tools and resources for reprogramming your brain and being a smarter entrepreneur. That's amazing. I wrote down everything that you said, and I'm going to put them in the show notes for anybody listening. Yeah, just send an email to my name at gmail.com, my canings at gmail.com. It'll come to my uh, my assistant and say, hook me up with a uh, strategic coach, and I'll make an intro to uh, my unbelievable rep, who I was just just talking to today as well. I've just, I love those people. I love the organizations. I love Dan Sullivan. And um, it, there are very few true wise geniuses with the the heart that he has. And, um, you know, he's, he's true visionary. That's amazing. I'm sure you've been through your fair share of organizations and entrepreneurship groups. So oh. <laughs> if you're vouching for this one. <laughs> And you wanted to listen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do a shite talk. But I, I, you know, it's like, oh my God, there's so many charlatans out there right now. So many bad. So much bad advice. Oh um, yeah, I see the advertising. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But if you don't pay, you don't pay attention, you know, and mm -hmm. that is a, uh, um, you've got to be pushed to a limit and feel uncomfortable in order to settle into a bigger, better version of you. Absolutely. All right, Mechanic, thank you so much for joining me. For anybody who's listening that wants to follow you and connect with you, join your online community, what is the best place for them to do that? Well, if you hit my website, which is MikeKeenigs.com, you can also, the uh, I've got an alias, it's PaidForLife.com. And then, you know, look, if you like what you hear, you like this thinking, and you love wisdom, and I'm not taking credit for this, subscribe to my podcast. Dan Sullivan, he's such a badass. And Gay Hendricks, another badass. Two living legends I have the honor to spend time with. And um, God, they just, they every time I, I get to do an episode, they, they change my life, just like this was for me. And you know, you were, you asked great questions. I know I did a lot of blathering today, but I like your energy. I love, um, you have a great voice, and um, I love your passion and how you think. And uh, I, I believe if I had a, if I were a bet man, I'd bet on you getting what you want. Thank you. That, that means a lot to me coming from you. And I hope to make you a mentor going forward. I know I have a lot to learn and that million dollar offer that <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to be following your journey for sure. All right. So All thanks right. again for joining me. And you know, we're going to stay connected going forward. Absolutely. For sure. My honor. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Mentors Collective. This is Dr. Jay Feldman. And I just wanted to take a moment to thank you so much for your support and also ask you for a little bit more. If you can take the next 10 seconds and write us a review on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, just let me know your feedback. It means the world to me. Again, thank you for watching. If you love this episode, please share it with your friends, share it with your family. Until next time.